0: Somebody get my child a fan, please. <laughs>
1: please. Oh,
0: somebody. No. Somebody. What are you is, using today? Is that a B?
2: Um, so it's a um it's a calendar, actually. What? <laughs> 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 and I folded it into up with nothing Oh, it's
0: not
1: It's We love it. Welcome
2: <laughs> to God,
1: Lord help the fall. Welcome to a very special edition of the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality. You can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay, gay. Thank you very much. And I genuinely forgot to grab anything else other than water, so we're drinking water
3: today. Mm-hmm. Good choice.
4: <laughs> on, right.
1: Hydration. It's still too early for me to break out the drinks.
2: <laughs> oh. So
4: please i'm a star please i'm a star my name is don stone i am tampa's galaxy gamer girl um i am currently drinking a slushy that i got from wawa
2: yes hello guys it is me it is mr talented your favorite guy and today, as usual, I'm just drinking a generic bottle of water sponsored by none other than Mother Let Loose. Love, love. Miss Lucy Leduca, because in the words of Brandon, hydration is important.
3: And I'm David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute shirt. I'm wearing a shirt for a queen that I've been praying will be on All Stars for six years. It's never going to happen, though. It is the glorious Miss Kimchi oh Kimberly, i think all related. <laughs> and i am drinking water,
0: water. period Ow, oh what's happening everybody i'm eve the buddy uh chicago drag artist and queen of ivy park today i am repping from the park trail collection that was the second to last ivy park drop that came out cute little camel orange moment, also because it's blistering hot in my apartment and everything else I own from her are hoodies. I'm not wearing that today. Y'all can catch more hoodies during like the fall and winter reactions, but like you'll get some hats, you might get a nice, you know, a beach towel next time, a flip flop, if you will, who knows. That feels and-
1: good something else we're filming today.
0: You're welcome. I know where you're going. I know where you're going with that. I know you're going you're with welcome. that. And I am drinking uh, Pepsi, actually. Um, I'm not drinking uh tea today. I decided I need a little bit more extra caffeine. So
5: no. uh, and it is I, Brooke, the Brooke Hogan of the Coke, uh queer college graduate who plays way too much fucking Smash Bros. Here lately. Uh, I have actually been going through my PlayStation 2 collection, and we are now up to Crash Bandicoot, Twin Sanity for the PlayStation 2, because uh, we have just finished SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 season mode. And today, uh, I am also breaking from tradition. I am drinking a Smirnoff Ice Red, White, and Berry, because it may be too early for Logan to drink, but it's not too early for me to drink. East Coast represent.
3: Um, just in time for 4th of July.
5: You know, it, it's seasonal. It's festive. It, it goes. It's great around the year. So, it was yeah. a
1: week ago. So, you know, I think it's fine. It's, it's great around the year. Great alcohol. Um, great.
5: Love it. regardless, I am very excited to talk about All Stars 9. Allegedly.
1: Everything in this video is alleged.
5: it. Read the ticker. Just read the ticker.
1: Well, but, well, I leave that up always. But, yes, we are talking about speculations, rumors, uh, for RuPaul Stargrey's All Stars 9. So if you don't want to know about the cast or the goings on of that season, thank you. We got plenty more content to go watch. So go do all of that. Thank you very much. This entire video is going to be spoilers and speculations. So
0: that part, that
1: part. but um, so what we know, we're just going to dive in. What we know is that All Stars 9 is currently filming. Um, <laughs> from what I understand, we are on, I think day two So the first challenge should be filming today Um, or this is day one and the entrances are happening today and whatever the twist is, is being announced. So...
0: So has uh, gun died
4: on set yet or no? No.
5: Not yet. Has anyone done any gravity defying moves on stage yet? Uh, Probably
1: George's. Spoilers. Spoilers. there there you go. Someone who RuPaul enjoys very much, who is short and gorgeous. Kenya Marcus,
0: name you, Who named Ken you did Black not Black. say 10 <laughs> seconds ago.
1: That I definitely did not say 10 seconds ago. But yeah, so we're <laughs> gonna talk about the cast. So there are eight girls that we are very, very certain are there filming. And there are two other girls that we are speculating about. They may or may not be there. There was a list of three queens that were alleged to be on as well. One of them has since debunked herself, (laughs) which I love. I'm salty. Um,
3: But I also hate.
1: I'm really mad about it. So Tace from Drag Race UK Season 2 debunked herself saying, hey, I am not in Los Angeles filming Drag Race. So there's that. Would have been my
3: winner.
5: We'll just have to wait just a little bit longer.
1: Global All-Stars, I'm telling y'all, like, I'm pretty sure if she's not, I would be surprised. But <sighs> shall we go for it?
0: Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Right. So we're going oh go to go in a random order that I came up with. <laughs> and the first uh, queen that we're going to be talking about is Plastique Tiara Yay. from season
4: 11. She came in she got the pretty girl placement. Love the pretty girl placement. Um, fun fact about Plastique, she was the first ever, like, drag queen. Not that I, like, saw, but, like, on that I saw, like, on my television other than, like, a really campy drag queen. So, like, she really, like, broadened my horizons on what I thought, like, a, like a, what a drag queen was. And was, like, and I was, like, oh, I could do this because of Plastique.
0: She's fine. That's an interesting take. And not a bad one. This is a very interesting take.
1: She I think I think Plastique is talented. I think she's gorgeous. And that's not that's undeniable. I have never been absolutely wowed by anything Plastique has done on TV. I think it's very impressive the way that she's built up her following specifically on TikTok. I think she's incredibly talented when it comes to uh, makeup and the illusion of drag. She is just not, at this current moment, she is just not anyone that has ever done anything to blow my socks off. But I understand why she's here. People have been wanting her for years, so...
4: Not to mention it, she has like 8 million followers on
1: TikTok or something. Exactly. It's something ridiculous wow. like that. It's
5: really sure. interesting to me that Plastique is returning. I'm not mad at it. Like, at all. Like, I don't think she's like a wasted slaw or anything. It's just, looking at this cast, and based on what we know, it's going to be a smaller cast compared mm-hmm. to, I believe, any other All-Star season that isn't All-Star 7.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, It's really interesting to me that Spoiler alert when we're talking about it in a second. But we have three queens from season 11 on this list, um, which, you know, could be interesting. And also, we've had a lot of the season 11 girls already come back for All-Stars. So, it's kind of fun watching them just like, okay, who's next off of our season 11 She. Okay, so for All-Stars, Sugar 10, we're going to call Sugar, we're going to call Mercedes, and we're going to call
1: Honey. <laughs> That would be perfect for me, <laughs> honestly.
5: They are literally the only ones left outside of Brooke and the one we don't talk about.
0: <laughs> I, I I will say that I think it's a little bit funny when it comes to how they do some of the casting that I know that a lot of times some of these people aren't like their first pick, maybe their first pick was someone that they decided that they didn't want to come back or or whatever. Um, but I love that. I can't remember who told me this. Um... I don't think it's anybody that we have to drink for. Usually if I name drop, we have to take a drink. I don't think that's somebody I have to take a drink for. But someone but someone, I feel like told me that that a lot of how WOW! tries to work when it comes to casting some of these girls, like even if us sitting here going, how did this person get this spot? Or why did they ask this person? A lot of times I've noticed that they have really focused a lot on the people that are close to LA first, as opposed to a lot of the other girls that are so so much farther out. And I was like, looking at this spoiler cast i was like girl half of this cast is work is vegas it's very boss like, presents this... i was like half this cast is work yeah. The... yeah i was like half this cast has worked the world so i was
1: like oh okay someone on reddit literally replied to the thread of all stars nine saying "Voss presents all stars nine Wow, that is kind of what it
0: feels like yeah it does it seems like it's, it seems like yeah, it's yeah. It's very much what it is like where all the entertainers and all the people in the cast are all like great and talented people, but it is one of those where it's kinda like, Ha. Huh, so that's the cast.
1: Okay. The <laughs> Voss really didn't need all of their talent right now.
0: I guess that's what it is. Maybe they're taking a little like winter break hiatus and they were like Well
1: they're they've got a whole new cast going right now, work the world, I think in Europe currently.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, do they?
4: Yeah. Anyways, um, enough
2: about the cast on its entirety. What about Plasti? Um, she's pretty. pretty. She's very
0: pretty. Stupidly pretty.
2: She's <laughs> very yeah.
0: good.
5: Yeah, I'll give her that too.
0: Um, I will say. I will say this. One thing that um is kind of a little bit of uh has it was a little bit of discourse. I guess I say in the drag community, maybe like twenty-ish years ago, was like. The difference I would say between a quote unquote drag queen and someone who considers themselves like a quote unquote female impersonator mm-hmm. because those two things are do have two different you know connotations to them, and it's 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 interesting for me because I see plastic more as a female impersonator than I do a drag queen, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's one where I wonder how. How the fandom is going to receive her coming back, possibly for a second time, because I will remember, iconically, Raja was saying that Miss Plastic was resting on pretty, you know, and I know that that's kind of been ingrained into a lot of the Drag Race fandom through RuPaul and Michelle. You know, resting on pretty isn't a good thing, but I do think there is something to be said with a talent that comes with, you know what I mean, completely changing yourself over to a, a, a completely other gender. So I wonder if maybe she'll get a little bit more respect on on her drag. Quote unquote, when she gets back for All Stars.
4: We I also see. hope to see a little bit more diversity in her comedy because I remember last time she did really, really play into her Vietnamese heritage for mm-hmm. a lot of her jokes, um, mm-hmm. which usually, like, I, I kind of found it was weird that they were kind of harping on the fact that she was doing that when they praise a lot of other people or tell or give the critique of use that to your advantage but then when she did they didn't like it so i'm really interested to see if she's going to be like diversifying her comedic skills this time around on drag race mr talented
1: what about you
2: yeah miss pesty she's pretty she's gorgeous she's stunning i agree with what you said earlier logan she's never done something to completely blow me away so i waiting for her to do that If she is actually there Now I will say I'm kind of skeptical about her Being there allegedly Because she has been on several Of these casts in the past Already and mm-hmm. she has Never been there So I'm kind of like uh. But You know I'm happy for her She's a good social media queen Great pictures So yeah hopefully she just gives me some, something, you know, a little bit special.
3: Yeah. um, I I think I probably like Plastique more than anybody else based on what everybody said. Uh, I'm very excited to have her back. I think she didn't get enough credit in her first season. I felt like they were pretty harsh on her a few times with things that like, were perfectly acceptable um plus it's worth noting she is the fourth most followed queen from drag race history on instagram um i think only trixie katya and bianca have more followers than her so i think that's a big selling point for her to be on this cast and i think it's something that actually might help her in the game so um but i'm excited for it I think she
0: has a lot of potential I want to say this comment to, am I going to pull out this card already this early? I guess I will. Okay. Um, Me personally, when it comes to RuPaul's Drag Race, and one of the things I've been noticing over the past couple of seasons is that has been something that's factored into their decision making when it comes to picking certain people or putting certain people on is like follower count and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, to be honest with you, that kind of annoys me <laughs> like a lot <laughs> um, because in my mind, I look at it this way, I could get a million followers tomorrow because I decide to upload a, a, a video of a potato, you know, or something like that, you know? So it, it it's, there is work that does come behind social media management. I will completely agree with that. But then there is a lot of it that is luck of the draw. And so it does end up kind of being like a, a like, a handicap, a little bit like that, someone automatically gets a little bit more of a boost up or a little bit more recognition just because they have more followers than somebody else does. Um, that was how I felt with season 15 with uh, with Amethyst and everybody showing up, and like really the only credit that they even had on their drag race resume was I went viral on TikTok once, and I'm just kind of like, okay, well, what if TikTok shuts down tomorrow, girl? Then what else do you have? And like. I think plastic like i said is gorgeous i think she's talented i think she works it out i do think that she got a huge huge uptick in followers after she got off of drag race when she got on TikTok, when she was doing all those transformations of her looking half naked and stuff and mm-hmm. then coming out with an OnlyFans and all that other kind of stuff so it's one of those things where i'm kind of like if she wouldn't have done any of those things i don't think she would be fourth highest amount of followers out of every girl in the drag race but i mean you got to work your system and work your angles, you know what I mean? And and and, and it's a hustle, regardless of if you're on the show or when you get off the show, you know? So more power to her for having the followers. But me personally, I'm like, I've never been that big of a girl that's just like, oh my God, I'm totally, I'm totally going to 350% root for her because she has a super high follower count. I always like, okay, well, I need, to, I need you to show me why you have that follower count. And if you can't, or if you're, you know, doing a where, I, where my ding goes, like Sugar and Spice does, and that somehow gets you two million followers or whatever. That's great, girl, but I might not give you a dollar if I tip you at the game. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's just me. Let's move on from
1: Plastique, because there are nine other people to talk about. <laughs> so, But we're tearing this girl apart. I know. Not me. I don't even <laughs> remember who's next. I made this, and I don't remember who's next in the lineup. It's Miss Angie. Ms. Ms. Angie. The girl that sent her home.
5: <laughs> um, yo, a, a quick question. Do you have your chopsticks? Uh
0: <gasps> wait, why?
5: You were talking I don't need her back.
3: Why is she here? She's never done all stars.
1: And
5: <laughs>
3: she's uh, never done one full season.
1: You okay, cannot say that. You cannot say that about the star of Vanjie's Twenty Four Hours of Love.
3: I think I just
1: did. Uh, <laughs> How dare you say that? A breakout star of All Star Shore, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo.
5: When you're a breakout of a show that no one even remembers occurring, I mean, I'm
1: just. Saying. How dare you talk so, that way about star of Drag Me to Dinner, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo? Wasn't she in like one episode of Drag Me to Dinner? Yes, because everyone was in one episode of
5: Drag Me to Dinner. Correct. You I was correcting you, or like trying to. Say, I'm just saying. Like, Here's my thing, okay? Vangie has been on two seasons. Yes, she was the first bit of season 10, okay? But, like, even then, she never really left. Like, we were constantly reminded of her the entire season. And then season 11. And then other things. And I'm just so tired of her right now i want someone else especially considering she th- these aren't even the only two season 11 girls on the cast we got another one coming up i would have loved to have like more diversity in the seasons that are represented especially on such a small cast so like yeah. give me someone from like season three seasons six etc right most How of have. them
1: have already been cast That's i mean, sure, but
3: I, mean I i want to disagree with brooke here because um that's what i do i guess no, <laughs> but man, also no. because it's been five it'll be five years at the point that this airs since we've seen Vanji. and she had a one-year break in between her seasons and she had a significant glow up like huge glow up i want to see what what's happened five years later um imagine if we had the same sort of sentimentality that um you shouldn't be back on all stars early then we wouldn't have gotten Changela on All Stars 3, and she was great on that season. So I'm excited to see what Vanjie's going to bring. I think that she's super talented, and I think she is one of the strongest representations of RuPaul's brand right now. So um, I think she's going to be great.
4: When I think of Vanjie, like, I think that she is like the representation of what Shangela was for the franchise for a very long time. Like, she kind of took that place once Shangela got to her place of super stardom, and I think Vanjie has also like kind of taken that same kind of like mantra of yeah, I went out first, but then I came back. I slayed. Did I win any challenges? No, but I did a great job. I had a great showing. Um, also, she's a Tampa girl originally, so like I am biased. Um, and she like from my small little hometown. She's literally um, a the pageant winner of my town before she like right before she went on drag race fun fact mm. so like um that's really really cool imo um and i think that having her back on our screen as the viral sensation that she is is really good for marketing for drag race as well as the fact that she is one of those queens that can pull any she's one of those like you can say something like, doesn't even matter what it is, and it will, like, stick in your mind because of how funny it is. Like, very, like, Alyssa isms or um, anything like that, where, like, literally, like, we're just like, thank you, Miss Fangie. I thank myself. Like, I love her. She's iconic. She's a legend, obviously. And, I mean, why wouldn't we have her back when she literally had her name on RuPaul's neck? for like the past four or five years, literally a Vanjie necklace. Like <laughs> it would be dumb not to have her back.
0: I'm gonna be <clears throat> the complete flip side of the coin. <laughs> and I'm actually gonna agree with Brooke, which is very funny. Um, <laughs> um, I agree with you, we don't need Vanjie Bag. We really don't. Okay. And I'll say it to, I'll say it in my opinion to this. I think I remember saying this. I don't know if I said it on the recording or if it was after we cut cameras. And I think it may have been when we were doing all stars, but I said that Rue has this thing where she'll pick certain girls that, regardless of what they do, they can sneeze into the wind. And she thinks it's the most hilarious thing since sliced bread. And she will baby them, and it's funny because Alyssa is one of the biggest examples of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, those other queens and other people have commented on the fact that, like, I mean, Alyssa can kind of "quote unquote" do no wrong with Rue because at the end of the day, it's just her personality, or you know, or her charisma, which is perfectly fine. Um, and I agree, and I feel like that's the issue. And I feel like that's the thing with Vangie is Vangie's personality and charisma is what Rue is mostly attracted to. So at the end of the day, regardless of what Vangie does, Rue is still going to love it. For me, the issue is the fact that when it comes to a competition standpoint, she isn't doing anything that is just ridiculously above and beyond where I feel like she's gonna show up and just clear these other girls out, other than her making Rue laugh. Um, I personally said, I feel like that the main reason why she even came back when they brought her back, since, I mean, Rue doesn't really bring girls back, was because the fact that Rue loved her so much. You know what I mean? Not so much because the fact that we were like, oh my god we think Vangie is so amazingly talented and we missed out on this huge talent let's bring her back another season to see what she has i was like i think rue just really started taking a shine to her right when she left and was kind of like oh wait no maybe i want to see this girl some more it makes me think of how like i said she was with candy when she was about to eliminate candy then she kept candy uh, it makes me feel like how root is with jimbo sometimes um so for me it's like and, and even thinking of when she came back uh the second time um she did great but her catalog still on her runway was 95 body suits and they kept clocking her on it almost every other episode and she still made top five but it was one of those things where it was like it was very apparent that she was fifth out of that top five it wasn't like she made top five and she could have came and actually still won the whole thing I did not see Vanjie making it past top five when she made top five and so for this if she comes if she comes back and if this is real I would love to see a little bit more merit in her drag when it comes to a level up. Not so much, I'm the Miss Vanjie you all know and love, I'm back on your TV screens, unless I'll have a good time kind of a thing. Because that's cute and fine, but that's just me as an Aries, that's just me as a competitive person and as a drag entertainer, I'm like, if y'all are all showing up and we're finna do this like gladiators, like the Olympics, like the best of the best, I wanna see y'all be the best of the best. I don't wanna see you smoozing with the judges and that gets you, you know, by on certain things. You know what I mean? I feel like Vangie has had a little bit of the leeway to be able to do that. Um, so am I against her being back? A little. Um, Cause like, and I, and I guess I put it this way too, like when it came to the Shangela comparison, I feel, I really see her and Shangela in two different fields. Like I both see them as comeback queens <laughs> but i i i see a I see a little bit more merit in shangela than i do with vangie and that's just me personally and from what i've seen on the tv show i don't know her personally i haven't seen her drag um outside of the show other than like watching performances and stuff like that i didn't know of her before she got on drag race so um it's okay that she's here but i'm not i'm not completely jumping for joy for it um yeah,
2: Eve. I can kind of see where you're coming from. Um, for me, she she's great TV. You know, she does what she needs to do. Great confessionals, the looks, the runways. Meh. Um, she's a good performer as well. Yeah, the moment that she really blew me away, I guess you could say, was uh, her "Queens Everywhere" verse. That yes. verse is such a great verse. Unfortunately, her performance of the verse is what held her back. But that verse is just a great verse. Um. So, yeah, you know, it'll be nice to see her back. Um. I hope this time she has something new. Then, you know, the same old, you know, it's Miss Vanjie, you know, as you kind of said, Eve. So, yeah, I just want something a little bit more unexpected from her.
1: talk about cameron michaels finally allegedly coming back uh allegedly has been asked for every all-stars since all-stars four um and now finally may be
0: back can we just go ahead and get out of the way that that is a fine individual like i just that's, <laughs> i'm sorry i was gonna have to say that I've been left and after Cameron forever and we all know that I am the resident clown fucker of the group. So mm-hmm. um, I was like I was like, oh Cameron's back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any problem watching her uh getting ready in the workroom. I know. Shame me if you want to. I don't care. I'm grown. I'm older <laughs> than everybody on this panel. No. I will say one of my favorite Cameron Michaels
1: lemons is actually um from a Wild Presents Plus series. Um, it's when her and Asia did, I think it's called Do It Queens or something like We're that. Gonna
4: <laughs> We're gonna build a set from Ikea. We're gonna build a Britney
1: from Ikea. Literally, if you have not watched the Ikea building episode of their series on WoW Presents Plus, it is comedy gold. And it, it was the first time that I truly was like, I get who you are, Cameron. <laughs> like I've what Mohart said in the finale. You're that girl. I know who that girl is now. Like I saw it.
5: I wanna um, see it on the show though, you know. Like I will withhold my judgments, but we all remember the season ten finale when all the girls kinda came for Cameron a little bit. We're kinda like saying, You aren't really real and you were kind of fake.
1: Uh-huh.
5: Um, so I kinda wanna see that, you know. Based on this cast, we don't have in my opinion any like villain villains at least not nowadays oh if it's the full cast of 10 we sure we, do yes we <laughs> do i'm counting the eight that we have confirmed yes we do
3: nobody's confirmed
5: <laughs> well okay the I, eight I, that we are like pretty sure of and i'm not counting the other two as of right now but
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um i hope that i hope they say don't make her the villain
5: i don't know it'd be refreshing
3: so for
5: me, I feel like my- it would
0: be expected though. Like everyone's like, oh, we already heard all this shady tea about how Cameron was behind the scenes, this, that, and the other, and then we haven't seen her since like that reunion. Like that, you know, that mm-hmm. finale reunion when everyone did it. So like for her to come back and all of a sudden be the villain again, it's like
5: They didn't uh... stop doing it to Jeremy. That's all I have to say. If they do it to Cameron, would not be the first time. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'll be very quick with uh, my thoughts on Cameron. Um, I personally do not think Cameron is a great TV personality for Drag Race. But what I am excited for with Cameron is her first season, she brought all-star worthy looks. So now that she's really booked and blessed and making lots of money, I cannot wait to see what looks she's going to bring this season. Um, I'm calling it, I think she's going to have the best looks this season.
0: Yeah, like, I could. She, she would be my Fame Game winner if they if this was if they had a Fame Game situation. I'd be like, yeah.
4: I mean, and we haven't even gotten to the fact that she won. She won six lip syncs in a row. Yes, yeah. six. One, like she. She's the
0: life. She's the U.S. Brooklyn Heights. True. Yeah.
1: Huh? They.
0: Well, she was they both, both she was worked at the same
1: bar in Nashville. They were both well, they are. Yeah, they're literally from the same city, and we're on subsequent seasons. So,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I I kind of always see her as like the U.S. version of Bertha Heights. Even when it comes to like their performance styles, it's very hairy. It's very you know what I mean. It's very hairy. Heri- it's very hairography. It's very commanding of the stage. They they are like they when it comes to stage presence, they have it in spades. And it's Love like and powerful. Yep. Like. Yep. Even though this photo, she's wearing black hair,
1: but like I think of her as blonde and powerful. Like that's,
4: and I mean, like even when she came out on All Star Six as a lip sync assassin too, like that, yeah! not the, not the, um, not the, not the Ooh, song fine. itself, but the look she turned that episode. I think about that to this day, especially the look. That's good. That was Let's one show. thing that
0: I hated, unfortunately, when, when everyone kind of ganged up on her when it came to the finale, because, I mean, of course, that's stuff that we all could really see uh, because it was all behind the scenes stuff. But I mean, from what we saw, we were like, okay, I feel like that she's she's really putting out strong stuff. She's a strong lip-syncer. Like, her makeup is good. Like, you know, and, and then to find out all that stuff afterwards, you're kind of like, oh, no, is she one of the mean girls? Like, no, we I actually really liked you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I honestly feel like that I wanted to chalk a lot of it up to probably just like, social awkwardness and stuff like that. I don't feel like that she was just deliberately like smiling in these girls' faces and then talking shit about them, behind them you know what I mean? Or something like that, mm-hmm. that just, I don't know. They just, that just didn't come across as, uh, for her. So like, if she is coming back, I really would hope that she got a little bit more redemption when it came to her character, because I feel like that was something that a lot of people started to question her on once the girls started pulling receipts. So like, it'd be cute if she got a little bit of redemption for that.
2: Yeah. Um, Miss Michael, she's going to be the hardest one for me to believe that she's actually there. One, as you already (sighs) said, Logan, she's been on several iterations of several All-Stars casts in the past. And two, it's like, isn't she kind of not doing drag right now? She is now again.
0: Yeah, I I think that she stopped apparently because, from what I heard, uh, her part her partner passed away, and so she was taking some time. Yeah, so she was taking some time from drag to kind of just like, like I guess you know, focus on herself and stuff like that. But she was in that, um, that she isn't that challenge thing with Jada. Yeah, I was
1: mean, yes. gonna like say a lot of people kept speculating that she was gonna be on. So it's it's funny that we're talking about it on the day that we're we are, because the cast mm-hmm. of the challenge USA dropped today, and a lot mm-hmm. of people thought she was gonna be on that. She's not, but a lot of people were like, Oh my god, she's gonna be on the challenge, and then she's she's just not.
0: I mean, no, she I think that's like a three... specialty thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, Obviously. she was it was like some it was like a Paramount Plus. Crossover whatever thing.
0: Mm. It was just an ad.
1: It was just basically an ad, but
2: yeah. Um, but I like her. I mean, she's fine. She's okay. Um, she's a great performer, great lip synker Yeah. Um, great looks her first time around. So I'll be intrigued to see what else she has to offer in terms of performing and her looks.
1: Lip sync down. I'm very excited to see her perform
0: it's funny that you said that uh it's funny mr town that you said that you like you kind of thought that she stopped doing drag or whatever because i'm just like oh wow that would be a really like badass setup if like kind of almost like india pharaoh like if everyone thought she quit drag and everyone Uh walked into the workroom and the last person to walk in is cameron and they're like wait a minute what like that would actually be a really good gag for the first episode
1: i don't think she'll be the last one to walk in because i think we all know who will probably be the last one to walk in and we'll talk about her a little bit later, but... uh, let's talk about Nina
5: West.
4: Nina West! Yay! I'm um, really excited to see Nina West back great. on the screens after five years, again, I, another season 11 girl. Um, they, if this cast is real,
1: they are now breaking the record for the most number of contestants to return to Drag Race
0: mm-hmm. with nine. They they basically picked everybody that Raja had an issue with, <laughs> so we're gonna bring you all <laughs> back, <laughs> you know I mean? except for
1: Sugarcane. Sugar. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and she just
3: didn't know where she was.
5: Um, but I'm a huge Nina West fan. Uh, I think she built beat Silky in that lip sync. I don't care, even if she wasn't great herself. Should have been we up Sasha if, if, if anything, but you know we move. Um, regardless she has been booked and blessed since season 11 she has been doing a ton of stuff she has a working contract with Nickelodeon doing
1: some work work for them
5: she's been doing uh, the national tour of Hairspray
1: when she announced that she was stepping away from the national tour of Hairspray I was like Mama's on All-Stars. Yeah. I'm like, like that is the only reason <laughs> I can justify in my brain her leaving hairspray is to go do All-Stars.
4: Yeah, so she's been probably, on hairspray for a minute too. For like, years.
5: Yeah, and she's very active on TikTok like the hairspray tour TikTok. Mm-hmm. So when they were saying she was leaving I'm like, "Oh, I know what's going on." That's the
4: kind of Like, not to mention, she's also a former Entertainer of the Year, which is, like, one of the biggest pageants in the world, and my personal favorite pageant system. So, like, I'm really excited to see what she brings this time. Hopefully, like, some better looks now that she probably has a bigger budget. Um, And I hope that she's able to successfully apply, not saying that she never, like, didn't successfully apply, but successfully apply some more campy looks outside of like, maybe, like, a f- there were actually a few really good Neo West looks, but like, I don't want to see, like, hopefully, she can sew better, is pretty much what I'm trying to say, and give a better design challenge look.
5: Well, um, should we talk about what the alleged twist is? Because I do think that we're does. we talking about come- it at the end. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good.
3: Um, so I want to talk about Nina because she's actually the person that. Um, I'm the most skeptical about. Like, I I just never thought we'd see her back. And so if she's really on, um, I'm happy but surprised. Um, I just, like Brooke said, she's been booked and blessed. I thought she didn't need to rely on Drag Race. And she doesn't, but I'm excited if she's still doing it. But for me, what's interesting is I think the show really was surprised with how well-received she was And I think they regretted um, maybe not giving her her flowers. And in fact, I have always felt like they tried to replicate uh, the Nina West uh, scenario the following season. And I think they wanted to have their uh, 2.0 Nina West win the following season until some controversy came out about them. So what's a better Nina West 2.0 than actually Nina West 2.0? So.
0: Yeah, I, I would completely agree with that, David, because I, I, like I said, I have <clears throat> I'm very. Um, uh, what's the word? I guess I'll say Nancy Drew when it comes to like production, when it comes to RuPaul's Drag Race, because I do feel like that sometimes, you know, I can see the strings being pulled, you know, and how certain things are going. And I agree, I do feel like that Nina was somebody that I was not expecting to have to come back because she doesn't need to. But I completely agree that I feel like that possibly the reason why she's coming back is because Drag Race and production didn't really anticipate her blowing up as big as she as she did and, and as well as she did and almost like, okay, we're gonna bring you back. So this way we'll make sure that we give you the run that you deserve kind of a situation. Um, i would i would not be surprised to see nina come back and for some reason just be winning every single challenge and i'd be like huh well that makes sense um but her 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 iconography is like unbound like we can we can talk right now about um drag race france with mommy watch talent uh talent uh performance that she did which was a nod to nina's moving dress uh uh talent that she did for eoi that was like ridiculously you know what i mean known all throughout the drag community so it's like she's put her stamp on 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 dragon itself and drag race so i if she comes back and she is on i'm like okay miss west we're gonna see what you're gonna do now we're Gonna see, see how you're gonna really t- really show the girls how it's supposed to be done i'm, I'm gonna be a little bit excited about that i'll be a little excited yeah i agree heard- everything Ooh.
5: okay sorry go ahead
2: yeah um now you're fine um I agree with everything you guys are saying. You know, she's an icon, of course. Um, Amazing things after her show, after her season. Great queen. Um, I would like to see her improving her lip syncing. And I feel like with all her experience outside of the show and the different things that she has done, I, I, I would assume that she's working on it. So I'll assume that, you know, she has improved on that, so i like to see her, you know, turn out a few cute lip syncs. But, yeah, um, improve on her looks. And, yeah, I think she'll have a good glow up, you know? I think you know, she'll do a good job.
4: While we were talking about Nina West, just before we move on, um, I do want to say, like, maybe she's coming back because of all the controversy that's been happening with family-friendly drag um Ooh, and you know, because think why about she, like
1: that's why she's on the cast.
4: Because not like because maybe like I'm not saying that like she's coming back because she's losing gigs or anything, um, but maybe to be a representation to show that yes, drag can be for all ages. Here is a very good example of a drag queen that caters to a younger audience and is very PG. So that way we're able to have someone. Like Nina on this cast, honestly, is a really, really great representation for what we need in the U.S. for drag right now.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. That mm-hmm. that that would make a lot of sense because if in any way, shape, or a fashion someone tried to pull up any kind of Drag Race reference, and be like, look what the drag queens are doing. Any they production get easy with like, boom, Nina West, and you were saying, and they really can't do
4: anything. They about
1: literally it. have.
4: Yeah. And I mean like, this is coming from, like, a working drag queen in Florida, you know, like, where we're getting the most of it, like, and I was like, oh, wait, you know, like, this could be a great representation for, like, people to show that drag is not as bad as what they seeing. but I think that's gonna make, ha- but that's why I'm, like, coming back to Drag Race, where they make unintentional fisting jokes for a family friendly drag queen, I'm like, that could be kind of scary, I think she um, is yeah. kind of gonna have to really teeter because even like I remember she was like still like kind of cursing up a storm a little bit on Drag Race 11 Um but I think now that she's on All Stars she's really gonna have to bite her tongue and make sure that she is the family friendly drag queen on this so I think it's gonna be kind of a little bit of a challenge for her in that sense
0: something makes me think that she might come back and be like the family friendly version of Alexis Michelle <laughs>
3: Probably
0: <laughs> not as
5: big of a BFF
1: He's just all <laughs> my you know, numbers, yeah. Hello, this it gorgeous, gorgeous, like gorgeous. I mean, are we Baby surprised? Sister. No, we surprised.
0: We're not surprised. Oh, I, right. Quick, can I have a I can I tell it's... a quick funny story yep. about Georges? Real quick, okay. Yeah, um, um, so, uh. <laughs> I went to, uh, I was uh, in Roscoe's in Chicago and George's was in town and I messaged her and I was like, hey girl, we need to hang out that out, whatever, she was like, okay, cool. So she was out and met me at Roscoe's and the entire time while she was in Chicago, she kept trying to find somebody to hook up with. Uh, so the entire time she would get mad at me and other people because she would keep hitting on people on Grindr, but people would know who she was. And I'm like, yes, because we know who this five foot two Puerto Rican child is that looks like someone accidentally like dropped them off at the bus drop off from school at the bar. Literally. You're not hiding from anybody. And for some reason she would could not mentally get her head around the fact that people could tell that she was George's out of drag. I just thought that was ridiculously hilarious.
4: I mean, George's in and out of drag is the same person anyway. It's just like with a little bit of red eyeshadow on. Like let's right. just see like, him for real, like. <laughs> And I mean, she talks like this, and I'm obsessed with her. I'm on it. Like she's so iconic. Like I, another one that I always think about is her "What You Worship" runway when she came out with that giant blunt and that outfit, dressed as the Pope, and just like marijuana.
0: That was, like, one of the best looks she had that entire
4: season. So good. And I was like, Georges, this is the camp that I needed from you. Thank you.
3: Personally, I think it's way too soon for Georges. I would have liked to see her in a few years.
1: Absolutely agree. Yeah. Um,
3: Like, I think there's other people from her season that could have come back and been successful. I don't know if she will. There
1: is another one that I think will be (laughs) successful that we'll talk about shortly.
3: Um, but yeah, I I think she'll she'll be okay. I don't know. I don't have a lot of thoughts on George's.
1: Um,
5: I um personally I am a fan. However, I am not a huge fan because I am now going to have to hear the phrase holotus for at least what five six episodes minimum, probably way more. Like we heard it once on
0: season 14. Yeah, she didn't say Helotus that often. No, but once. I mean other queens have in. said other things more she times. She said it more
2: than once.
3: She
5: said it way more than once. What are y'all talking about? I heard it. We've once. heard we've heard I've I, heard, I, heard I, Banji I, more times than I've heard Helotus.
2: We've heard Hallelujah more times, we've heard Literally, oh my god.
3: I like Helotus, it's my favorite thing about George. I, I
5: think, think Helotus is cute. I, I, it her, is I'm also sick of hearing Hallelujah. And I'm sick of hearing all these other stock catchphrases that are just repeated ad nauseum.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, stop coming for every drag race acting challenge, okay?
0: <laughs> that
4: well, like, because like literally, like there's at least one look over there every episode now. Like, let's just be so honest. I'm but... gonna so I'm gonna change the intro
1: to this podcast, and now it's gonna be Hello Tis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <"Helotis." laughs> mini, mini tea, mini, mini, mini Drag Race tea. Um, get your cups out, because I'm going to name drop. So um, about 10 to 12 years ago, when I first moved to Chicago, um, me and Dita, who's my sister, drink, um, started ended up getting, getting really close and working together at this bar called Spin up here in Chicago. And it was funny, because when she, this was right after her season, before season five. Um, So in the interim period, she told me that one thing that a lot of the Drag Race girls were trying to work on doing was creating these little catchphrases and these memeable words and phrases and stuff. So like they can be like their little taglines, almost like kind of like how in the first five or six seasons of Drag Race, everybody had little drag nicknames for their fans Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. So like. It was funny because Dina tried like one or two different things out that didn't work. But she was like, essentially, that's where the whole Hallelujah and all this other kind of stuff. She was like, it's just branding. It's just all branding. And I was like, huh. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. So I'm like, it's interesting that we still got, I mean, even though we do get annoyed by it, we do remember Halotus and think of Georgians. You know what I mean? We do remember Vangie and think of Angie. So it's like, there's a little method to the madness, I guess.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. There's some is
2: my queen yeah. this is my girl i love her down like i just <laughs> love her like i really just love her you guys should have seen my reaction when she came out as an assassin on all stars eight like i was screaming like this is my girl i love her but i can't be biased Ooh. the things i want her to like i want i do agree it's kind of too soon i personally feel like girls need to wait like probably like three years but what i would love for her to work on better runways and this is no shade but i don't want her to have a questionable win like i want her to have a win when it's like absolutely she deserved that win i don't want her to have a questionable win um and also she is a great performer great lip singer but and this was her issue with her lip sync against lala on all stars eight she's not really good at emoting and changing her face like her body is doing amazing movements but her face is just kind of it is just kind of there but if she works on those things i feel like she'll do good i mean she's one of Rue's favorites of course but you know i love her i can't wait to see her again if this is real
4: hello
0: hmm hello this. gaga
1: Gagatandra.
0: hi gorge hi gorge can I just say welcome
1: to an all stars edition of no gorge and what I have to say to that is no gorge
3: I just want to know how Ooh. is she going to do this without violet holding her hand
0: i don't know <laughs> and i don't think it's gonna be successful i mean i i hate I, I guess i know i guess i know see, <laughs> you know, oh, uh, as a um
5: fan of Gotmic, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that um i do not like all of her choices but as a drag performer i do respect what she brings to drag race um however not fully excited to have Mick back. Also, to be clear, I believe Mick uses she/her in drag. Correct? Yes. 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 She does. Just making sure. Okay. Um, but I don't. know, I just. It's one of those things where, like, Mick is great, but I, in terms of like as a performer, well, not as a performer, as a queen. Um, and there's just something about her being on this cast that's just like. Eh. Eh, eh, you know. She's
4: the odd
1: one out. It feels weird. <laughs> She's the odd one out is really honestly what it is. For me, as someone who appreciated what Mick did on season 13, and as someone who was very appreciative of, you know, finally having trans men uh, represented on Drag Race, based on the things that I've heard and the things that I've seen, and the things that I've seen people call out, I'm gonna name drop your sister, Dita, this time, Eve, don't worry. Um, oh, everyone take a drink. Can I take a drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for once, Eve, you take that drink because I'm name dropping your sister. Um, right. <laughs> the things specifically that Dita has said and experienced, um, I'm not the most thrilled for Mick. I think, unfortunately, for my personal view of this cast, I do think Mick will do very well. Um, of the people on this cast, I feel like she is one of the more well-rounded uh, competitors. We saw that on season 13. And the reason she didn't win is because Simone exists. So, I mean, it. I. she does feel out of place on this cast. I'm going to be honest. I don't she, necessarily know who I would have replaced her with, but she feels out of place. I'm I feel like
4: kind of oh sorry, go ahead, girl.
0: Oh no, I was I was gonna say I feel like that I person I agree with what you're saying is she feels out of place in the cast. I do feel like as well, she might be one of the instances that I was talking about where, like I said, RuPaul's Dragon's production kind of wants to be like, Oh, we didn't realize that you were gonna do as well as you did on your season let's save an All-Stars for you to come back and we'll give this to you kind of a situation. I feel like that if this cast is correct and God makes it in it, that God God might get pushed to the front of this. Like, I, I, I see that. I feel like that would be the only reason why they're there is because it's almost like, it's like RuPaul's Drag Race owes them something.
1: There's four people that I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know who the top four is gonna be. Yeah. I mean, like- And it's that uh, left square, if I'm being honest, it's those four in that left square.
4: If I'm being, like, completely honest as well, I think, like, I actually kind of disagree with a little bit of your points, because we do have to um, put in the fact that Gottmik has a lot of accomplishments and talents outside of Drag Race before she was even considered or even on. Absolutely, she was. She's an extremely talented makeup artist that she's been doing. On, she's been doing makeup on celebrities for years. She went to cosmetology school. She knows. She also went to design school, so she does know what she's doing um, when it comes to creating a look, creating an outfit. Is she not the best performer? No, but she has also been performing with Violet. And I know we are not the biggest fan of Violet, but we can't deny that Violet is a sickening performer and has probably taught Got Make a lot in terms of that. Um, and I think that seeing where she is now, which I think is a little bit less of what I think of Mick when she was on the show, I think she's in this new era where she is going for a little bit more of a typical drag queen than the artsy clownery that she was doing previously. I think she is going to bring some really sickening looks. I think that she does have a talent for like, she won Snatch Game as Paris Hilton and she was hilarious. So we can't like take that out of consideration, sure. and again, this is like, and I think that what you guys are saying are absolutely true. But I think that also she does have kind of a good place in this cast because, from looking at the six queens we have on here so far, I mean, they're all pretty girls. Like, like uh, five out of the six like are known for like being look queens. So which one's not? Nina. Nina, S- Nina. just making a look- dollar out. Like not because Nina West is like she's a camp queen compared to the okay. rest who are more glamour. So like you know it's but, like but you wouldn't get you wouldn't consider Got Make a Look Queen. I do consider Got Make a Look Queen. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. like he's, I'm he's saying said five of the six on
1: screen currently are known for being looks queens. The one that's not is Nina. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay.
4: Gotcha.
1: Yeah, sorry if like
4: that got mixed up there. No,
0: I I thought you said four you instead got of
4: mixed five. That's up yeah. there.
0: Uh, 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 but I
4: think that she like is a very talented person. I just want to see where she is now with her performing.
0: And I want to clarify that I, I feel that Gatmik is very talented as well too. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, 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 put my personal uh, connection with the entertainer aside and just focus on just the drag. Uh, For me, like, I, I, like, I feel like they, they do give what needs to be given. I don't think there were too many times of that design, design challenge where she had all those flags on her body, um, where like she didn't really fully embody the assignment. She gave the assignment and does what needs to be done. But I do, like I said, feel like that it's just almost one of those kind of things like during her season, I knew that they wanted to have Mick there part of me wondered if they realized that Gottmik had a viable chance of making top three that season. And when Gottmik did make top three that season, I feel like they already had in their mind, well, Simone is already going to get this. So maybe we need to bring Gottmik back at another time where they can really, like, shine on their own and dominate. And I feel like that's the reason why they're here now. Not saying that they're not talented enough or their drag isn't good enough for them to be here, but I do feel like it was one of those where it's like, they wanted to put her in a cast of people that didn't have so many heavy hitters in it because she had to go up against Candy and and uh, uh, Simone and, and you know what I mean, like a slew of and other Rose like, 8. yeah, like strong bitches. So it's one of those where it's like we in this cast can see some of these girls fall off, you know what I mean? So it, I can see yeah. it being an easier path for Mick to make it to the finals here as opposed to how it was the first time.
1: And she is learning from a very talented bitch. I mean, it takes a lot of talent to break a marble table. (laughs) It takes a lot of talent to steal a crown before you win yours. I mean...
0: But I will say, too, one thing that I will be very, very happy with with Gottmik is because I do agree she has been going a little bit more drag and less... um, like artsy with her makeup and stuff like that i hope that she doesn't fully revert all the way to that i hope that we do still get some artsy gauntlet looks in there with it too um because that's a duality that she has that a lot of the other girls can't do you know what i mean so yeah yeah um um, i'm
2: sorry you can go ahead david
3: okay uh I'll, i'll be quick um for me, I do like Got Mick. I don't feel like she's out of place. Like she seems like a no-brainer for an all-star season, and I don't—I I don't know. She seems like she's pretty on par with a lot of these uh, queens. Um, my only issues with with Got Mick have more to do with her personality, because that something about her, like she's almost kind of like a pick-me girl when it comes to other queens she's around like she she really adapts her personality to kind of fit in especially with whoever's like the mean girl she will try to echo them she's kind of like yeah yeah from sandlot who will just repeat what somebody else says if she like thinks that they're her superior mean girl so also
0: also also throwing this in there to add to what you're saying she is a leo so oh
3: okay um Thanks. So I'm just wondering who's gonna be that person for her. Who who's she gonna leech on and just echo everything that they're saying? Other than that, I think she's pretty talented. Vanji. Uh maybe. Yeah, I could see they're that they're already friends. She was on Vanjie's uh dating show.
1: I can right. see that. Yep.
3: So um That's so why yeah. I said
1: that. Because I'm one of the few people that actually watched all of Twenty Four Hours of the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I saw the guy <laughs> that she ended up with because I think they post some Instagram pictures together. He's cute. They they're broke still up like together, one. I believe. <laughs> Wait, are I they still together or they break up?
1: No, I think they're still together. He gave me Fire Island gay.
4: A hundred percent. Very Fire Island gay. hundred percent. I mean, I mean, Cameron uh-huh. out of drag is Fire Island
0: gay. So, I mean, are we surprised?
4: I mean, also, like, I live in Tampa, so everybody's a Fire Island gay here. Not
0: Cameron. I meant Brooklyn. See, I told you they're the Ooh. same.
4: <laughs> Mr. Fountain,
0: what
2: were you saying? No, Brooklyn's yeah. in LA. Okay, cool. Yeah. Miss Mick,
1: you know Actually. Not anymore. All Sorry, that filler. filler.
2: Mm-hmm. Miss Mick, yeah. she's a cool girl, you know. Uh oh. Ooh. Ooh. What happened? Ooh. What happened? happened? I'ma start over.
5: What happened? No, you're fine. She her in drug, it's okay.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Miss Mick is cool. She's nice. Um, she is very talented. It was interesting on her season. Whenever they have that storyline of like a beauty queen who can be so good at comedy, I'm in love with that. So I think she is very talented in terms of her makeup, her beauty, and comedy as well. I love her verse in Lucky. The way how she was able to go from that verse in congratulations, and then to that verse in lucky in one season, everything. Like I love that verse. Um, so can yeah. you remember the
0: verse? I'm like remember It is, It is. It really is. Like, I was yeah. about to say I so do remember that. It Wake up, girls! It's South time to know, listen. And I'm
1: gonna reset. That we're all okay. We're
4: not gonna get a copyright today. We're <laughs> not getting a copyright, copyright, copyright check today, bro. We're going to stop Cut talking right now so we don't
2: get copyrighted. Yeah, Um. I agree with what Don said earlier. She can learn something from Violet. So I hope that she does take away something positive instead of knowing how to be difficult to work with and some of the other things. So I hope she took away something positive.
1: I hope so. But
2: other than that, I'm happy for her. And I hope she does.
4: I can rap. What a gag. And I hope that right. there she can is be. a haunted house challenge. So, so we can see her scream again. God help us all. Gaga Tantra, Miss
1: Angie. <laughs> yeah. Now, and Mr. She... Talented with Georges is me with Angie this is my bitch, she was my number one from season 14. From the very beginning, I was like, no, this is my bitch. I'm thrilled. I think where Georges is coming back a little bit too soon, I think Angie is that girl that can go like basically straight from season to season. Pola Katia, and I think she's gonna do fantastic because she has money now. Like she had everything it took, on that season, it's just Willow existed, and Cameron existed, and Daya existed, and Bosco existed. And so it was just very difficult for Angie. I think she is primed, ready. I'm so happy she's allegedly here.
4: I mean, like, her first half of the season was quite literally insane. Um, she won the first two challenges that she had, then she was high for, like, a hot minute, all the way up until Daytona win. Like, she was literally in the high placement every single episode. And then, like, she kind of had some moments where she fizzled. Um, I still think her Tammy Brown was hilarious. I don't care. Um, And Uh, honestly, like, she could have had a shot at the crown if she just had, like, one or two more victories by the end. But I think, like, where... She just needs to, I just hope that she's able to keep going and keep that, like, upward motion going um, compared to her first season where it kind of was like she started up here, did really well, and then kind of just, like, fizzled out slowly. So hopefully she's able to kill it.
0: It's funny because for me with each season, I see girls that come in and I'm and go, okay, you're giving top five energy, you're giving winner energy. I have seen some girls, I'm like, okay, you're giving early out energy, Mm -hmm. you're giving, you're not going to make it past the third episode, and to be completely bluntly honest, Mm -hmm. Angeria was one of the people that when she walked in, I thought, y'all cast this girl as a filler queen, but she has so much personality and so much charisma, do not get rid of her early. And the way that she just, like, in just her interaction with the girls at the table already got me upset because i was like i feel like that she could be that she could be that girl that could be that diamond in the rough that we're like whoa we didn't realize that you were going to be the winner you know what i mean like i saw that in anguria like the minute she walked in and i was like please don't do her dirty please 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 don't do her dirty and so i was so happy with how well she was received and how like how far she made in the competition and i would love to be able to see her come back and just like, just give more of that just, like, infectious Southern charm to the point where it's like, girl, I could borrow a cup of sugar from you if I needed to bake something. Like, you're just, like, that girl. Like, I, yeah, she just, it made me happy when I saw her on the list. I was like, oh, this is somebody I'm going to actively be rooting for. Um,
3: yeah, I, I like Ingeria. Um She's another one that I, I think maybe a year or two I would have preferred to see her in. Um, so it might be a little too soon for me. Um, but for me, what, what really stands out for her is her personality. She's so silly and, and goofy and like that really endears me to her. I'll be honest. Like I'm not the biggest fan of pageant drag. Sure. She has shown that she's more than just a pageant drag queen. Um, but she's not somebody who always excited me every week. I like her. I respect her. Um, honestly, what I'm noticing is Pretty much everybody here, ex- except for Georges, they were like in my like fourth through seventh favorites of their seasons. Like nobody's like one of my top favorites from their season. So that should be interesting. Hmm.
0: Yeah, really. I would say Angieri is, is is the only person out of everyone that's been announced already that I would have had in my top. I didn't see any of these other people making the top in their seasons. Hmm.
1: I had Nina.
5: And okay. Go ahead, Nina. Uh, for me, I love Angie. Um, I definitely think there were opportunities for her to get that third win. Um, cough, cough, girl, 60s girl groups, cough, cough. However, um, I definitely think, yes, exactly. It's yes, that Dawn, precisely. Um, however, I think she had like a very similar trajectory in terms of like how she went. So like someone on the 13 where she did really well in the beginning and then she kind of went down a little bit in the middle but the only difference being Simone went back up and won two more challenges and Angie just didn't um so I am very happy that she's back she is definitely somebody I'm looking out for to make it to that top four top three however much we're getting and I definitely think she has a shot to win
2: Mm -hmm. yeah um I agree with almost everything you guys said. She was a good job in her season. It was just kind of sad to see her downward trajectory the second half. Um, She almost always had great looks, good in the challenges as well, great confessionals. <coughs> um, the only thing she could work on is her lips and gale. But other than that, I think...
0: And I think with Angeria, for me, because I feel like a lot of people have said that too, because I've, I've seen some people that are just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with Angeria's lip sync, like the way that she commands the stage. And I'll watch the same lip syncs and I'll be like, she's doing a good job, but she ain't like, I'm not going to just throw 20 bucks at her. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give her a dollar. I'll yeah. give her like three or four dollars, but like, she I'm not going like to just you like empty squad. my wallet. Right. It's yeah, like, and, I'm and not she gonna be like, just- and do that little hand. Like, it's cute. Yes. You know what I mean. But yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, girl, you're not like, for real, just bucking the house down
4: and just really eating these girls up, you know? I mean, um, she said that she's a parking Bark girl, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's very And beautiful. I love and a parking Bark girl. Maybe that's honestly what we need, is maybe, and I don't think we've ever gotten that where Anjir has been put in a lip sync situation where the song is more of a park and Bark song, you okay. know? Like, Cause they did radio because she did radio and um uh, telephone J-Lo in the yeah and yeah so i'm like if she would have actually radio, got a to do um don't cost for, the love don't cost a thing don't cost a thing and then the closest zone. she's gotten is I'm not perfect
1: but I'm perfect for you. Yeah
0: and to be honest with you with that that seemed like that fit her so much better than any other time I've seen oh, yeah.
1: That's my favorite lip sync of Angie's, genuinely. Yeah. Um, no, my favorite lip syncs from Angie are the ones that are not on the show, the ones that are on YouTube from before she was on Drag Race. And I watched all of those before season 14 aired, and I was like, this is my bitch. She's incredible. So.
0: And sometimes, and sometimes it takes that, because I've been the mm-hmm. same way with, like, Akira Chanel Davenport. Ah! Like, I love Akira, and I don't think Akira yes. has had some of the best lip syncs on the show, but off the show... Child. Yeah, I've seen her live. She's her everything. everything. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's ah! Roxy Andrews, and she's here to make it clear. Dude, she's the optometrist,
4: her, baby. That's why they brought her here. <laughs> the optometrist is back. My Orlando queen, who I have actually never seen perform live, but um, don't claim her. Then she's from I- Orlando. Don't come for the doll.
0: Wait, if that's true, if that's true, then it, does that mean that I get to claim everybody that lives in Chicago now?
4: Well, you don't get to let... I'm just saying, she is a queen. In you already do, sis. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not my fault. Chicago is a hop, is a hopping drag spot. That's not my fault. That's just I how mean, we flex.
4: Mama, Roxy Andrews is the drag queen's drag queen. True. Like, Very true. She, like Very true. she is so talented when it comes to honestly just being doing drag. Like, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, yeah, there's it's no that. like when I think of like a drag queen or like when a normal person when I think of a normal person thinking of a drag queen in Florida, they're probably thinking about Roxy Andrews. You know what I mean? Like that big pageant girl who has huge makeup, giant eyebrows, cinched waist, definitely has ostrich feathers on, fully stoned gown, just giving what needs to be given. And honestly, I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready for her to be messy. I'm so ready for her to just give because let me tell you, she's the one. She's just the one.
5: Um, For me, another really important thing about Roxy Andrews is as, as a drag queen. Unclockable, amazing at pretty much everything, right? No. But, okay, other than Shannon <laughs> and Rose, but whatever. Comedy. Um, um, I said other than <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't ever come Toss- to Russia again.
4: Regardless.
5: Design. She's good at design, to- Regardless. Um what I was gonna say is she- give her a sewing challenge and she'll give you what you like. She is a game changer for this show in so many ways. Uh she was basically the first crew queen to do a proper reveal. In know, the lip sync, Chanel, half counts, I guess. But, like, Roxy was, like, the one who, like, incorporated it into her number, made it, like, an important part of the song. Um, she also was really the first queen to get that All-Stars redemption that people seem to want over and over and over again. Where the fandom really was not a big fan of her coming out of Season 5, where she got that villain edit. But after All-Stars 2, I'm, I don't know anybody who doesn't like her.
2: Um What?
0: What oh, no. okay? You say after, ah, years no, after the years
2: after All Stars Two, floor,
5: but I don't think anybody actively dislikes her.
2: They did.
1: No, no, People no, were they upset that like she was
2: no, staying. Back back long. Then they Wait. did.
1: After All Stars Two, everyone hated dragged,
2: Roxy. Yeah, dragged
4: her. Yeah. because she was in the <laughs> like, bottom every week and never went home, which it was never her fault. But right. still, they took it out on Roxy. Yeah, they blamed and her. And even her, even her verse in the um Reggie
2: wrote you they didn't like at the time right so now it's iconic but yeah like, like as, yeah
5: you know it's been six years since all stars two things have aged well you know and i think her reputation in the community just gets better and better every year mm. um, i think her uh lip sync assassin performance on all stars five definitely did not hurt um so she's incredible A big fan yeah
3: it, the question is Does she want to be seen as the mean girl or does she want to be seen as the person who overstays their welcome? So sure. She had two different journeys, um, but I'm hoping that she has a different journey this time. I'm really hoping she can have a full redemption story and show us why we, most of us did like her in her first season for her talent, even if she kind of rubbed us the wrong way near the end of the season. Um, But I, I think she definitely has, the potential to win over a lot of new fans. My biggest concern is that I saw her a couple of weeks ago in my local bar and she just phoned it in with her performance. It was the laziest performance two performances I've seen from any drag race girl at my local bar. Like she just walked around, took dollars, did nothing. No moves, no no attempts at anything. So um, And you
4: wish you could. And she literally I love her. I've seen her performances lately at Southern Nights Orlando. Homegirl is just literally walking around in a tip around on stage and getting money. And honestly, she's living the drag queen's dream.
3: Yeah, but Coco was also here uh, last week. And Coco worked for every damn dollar she got. Uh,
4: I will
0: will say this. I will say this. mm, I'm glad she said that. Um, uh, One, going back, I completely agree um with you know what you said earlier um like she's the drag queen's drag queen like when i first started getting into drag and i started seeing some of these drag queens drag queens making it all rupaul's drag race like girls that we've known about before drag race people started like her and asia o'hara and and uh uh candy davenport and you know what i mean and pork trinity chop. and like right and though and pork chop like those like old school like eoi america us of a continental girls and stuff like that i was like Oh, y'all are different to come. they are finna they are finna, finna show these girls what real drag is, this, that, and the other. And so, I hated the fact of how things went for her for season five. But then, All Stars two didn't make it look any better for her because it looked like she was just coattail riding the whole season. And so, I—I I do feel like this could finally be the season where people are gonna put more, the most respect on Roxy's name while she's like actually going throughout the season. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be something where acting the season up with then everybody falls in love with her verse or then everyone remembers her runway looks like no people are going to put more respect on her now doing all of that but in that same token with what you were saying David I do feel like that her along with some of the other older pageant girls because you have to also look at it this way Roxy Andrews was like legendary in the drag scene because she had won almost every national pageant that you could win not just the regular divisions but plus size divisions as well like when she was heavier she basically won everything that was all plus size and then she lost weight and came back and won all the regular stuff too so like she, like she is in that Yeah, she was yeah, she won, yeah, she won <laughs> Continental Plus and then she uh uh came back Well, she's done regular she's been doing regular Continental now but mm-hmm. like she was uh, a former America Plus, she was former USV Plus, she was former um I think All American Goddess. Oh, I was gonna say. I think she's uh, AAG. Yeah, All American Goddess like a good amount of those things and so like she, that is something that happens in the drag community where those girls will get so tenured and get so many crowns that they do fall into that mode of being like, well, I'm, now I'm just going to walk around and I'm just going to take this one dollar here, this one dollar here, and y'all are just going to give me a whole bunch of money. So, like, I could see Roxy doing that. Um, I feel like the reason why Coco didn't do that, though, is because, and this is just how the world works, um there's still a connotation depending on the spaces that you're in when it comes to black queens and black entertainers. I feel like that if Coco would have tried to do something like that, people would have chastised her more. It's almost like we always have to be on as black entertainers. And if we do try to decide to do that park and bark kind of thing or whatever, no matter how many crowds we want or whatever, because Coco is very, very, you know, stopped in her drag portfolio just like Roxy is too. They wouldn't look at them the same. Mm-hmm. They would, they would, they would, they would put more respect on Roxy than they would on Coco. So it's almost like Coco does have to work herself down to the bone. She doesn't get a chance to like say, "Okay, I've done everything I need to do, so now I'm gonna send like walk around and collect my wares." It's like she always has to work. And um, I've noticed that with a lot of uh, up and like like legendary like Black drag queens, like I saw Tommy Ross once perform, and I thought that Tommy Ross was gonna walk around and just collect money. Tommy Ross actually got out there and worked the stage, and I was like girl what you're like grandmother to like every legendary drag entertainer ever in the world why are you doing this much work and i'm just like well as black queens we don't really get the the leisure to take off days on stage i guess i would say um so i hate that that that, tommy that ross that,
3: was a headliner at our pride last month too
0: yeah like top like tommy ross is one of those people that's like like it like Like, that for me, out of anyone that does drag, I feel like Tommy Ross and Erica Andrews for me were the two only people in the world that could stand in one spot and everyone should just walk up and give them money and they shouldn't have to perform. That was just me in in the back of my mind. I was like, those two people are the only people that can qualify to do that. All the rest of y'all need to get on
4: stage and actually perform. But it is what it is. And, like, there are even videos, just to, like, reference somebody who has recently been on and is known for being a performer. Like, before she was on Drag Race even, Sasha Colby was doing it like i know there's this video on mickey's of her literally going on stage and going like this literally just this and then people are literally throwing money at that girl like yeah. because like and like you said i think like the same thing i looking back at it like i've never seen a black entertainer that's had that luxury even, no and, matter the how thing, many,
0: and the times. Like, the only times i feel like i have seen something similar to that is when they've been in majority black spaces
4: Mm-hmm. Period.
0: Yeah, like I can see, I can see a club in Atlanta going crazy for Akira in a bathtub perform. You know what I mean? Performing oh, and yeah. just walking up to get her money or whatever. But if she tried that shit in Fire Island or something like that, they will all be, be like, okay, you're not doing enough. Like it's yeah,
4: peril.
2: Yep. Yeah, I remember everything all y'all said, so I'm gonna just be quick. Like she's great. Um, I'm excited to see her. Um. Yeah, I'm happy for her. Hopefully, she gets a uh, redemption this time, and she'll do great. So, I'm happy for her.
0: Yeah, I feel like she's another person, just like Got where they brought her. They brought they brought her back because they they knew that she deserved another chance for what they wanted to show for her, and was kind of like okay. Because I feel like that they were originally anticipating that All Stars was going to be Roxy's big redemption. You know what I mean? And I mean, in ways, yes, she she did get more of a redemption when it came to her personality and and everyone like not seeing her as the villain but her her drag and what she was doing on the show constantly kept getting discredited because she kept falling to the bottom every single week so it's like she really didn't fully get the redemption like she didn't really fully shine as roxy andrews as, as much as they wanted for her to so i could easily see them bringing her back and be like okay girl this is your chance we're not going to put too many comedy challenges up in there. We're going to give you more design challenges, more makeover challenges. Let's see what you can do. So, this is the mo- this
1: is pretty much the cast that we are very certain is there. There are two other queens that are rumored to maybe be there, and their social media presence does reflect that they might be on this season. Um, I'm going to throw both of them on screen and we can just talk about them collectively and then talk about the season as a whole and what we know allegedly of that. Um, So the first one is Chanel from season one. Oh. Who I love. (laughs) And the second one is Janie Jacquet from Drag Race Holland Season 1, as well as UK versus The World Season 1. She was someone that was offered All-Stars 8. Among, She was one of four girls, I believe, allegedly, that was offered a spot on All-Stars 8 and didn't take it. As and so may or may not be on All-Stars 9. So as someone who
5: is familiar with Chanel, I will speak on her and leave the GDK discussion to others. Um, first off, Chanel, one of my favorite contestants in Drag Race history, just for the drama of it all,
0: um, ever. I ever. Need the
5: delu- I need the delusion. I need everything. I need. I just need her on my screen again, just for the specific purpose of her getting fourth for a third time. Um, secondly, um, put some respect on her name. She has done quite a bit. You know, she was a lipstick assassin on this past season of Drag Race of All Stars. Uh, winning that money out of someone's purse exactly, and perhaps most importantly, probably the last time I get to talk about this for a while, she is the winner of the great Christmas light fight. So, we wait to put respect on her name.
0: I, I, I love Chanel and I've, I've, I've loved her since OG season one we all can be completely honest if we've seen season one we know she was supposed to be in top three she didn't get it because she pretty much took herself out she,
1: took, she sent herself home
0: like literally. pretty much
4: I like, think like she, me i pretty
0: i think i should be eliminated Like she's like Cause i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> and the I gag <laughs> the gag when that happened but i also feel like that she is another girl that if she comes back this possibly could be one of those things where it's like we, we want to give you a little bit of a better run. I feel like they've done that a lot with a lot of the All-Stars 1 girls because collectively a lot of us didn't like All-Stars 1. Um, not to mention the fact she ended up kind of being the got Mick to Chad's Violet for the whole yeah. season. So she didn't really get to shine that much. She kind of was just her accessory. Um, so this could be a yeah. great way for Chanel to actually get a little bit more respect put back on just her, like by herself and what she can do. Personally... I don't want Jane J K there at all i'm not oh. a J K fan at all oh and a good amount of it honestly stem part of it stems from i didn't really see her original season but watching her on uk versus the world i did not think that she was really clearing the girls like she just swore up and down that <laughs> like she was wanting to uh, but then the main thing that brought me an issue that had me have an issue with her was after the show i don't know if you guys remember or not she got into some twitter trouble where she made a comment basically referencing the uh, Sweetest Pie song with Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa and basically said that the song would be so much better if Megan Thee Stallion was not on it at all, which then led to a good amount of black Twitter dragging her from every little inch of hair that she had to not only let her know that one, it was Megan Thee Stallion's song, Dua Lipa was featured on it. So you're kind of saying that the main person who sung the song shouldn't sing the song. And two, Janie JK seems to, uh, she seems to be a very very um uh colloquial, colloquially loose using a black scent when she is not in drag when she is talking to other people or 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 referencing other people or having conversations there's a lot of aave there's a lot of slang um so it automatically comes off as being like wait a minute now girl how 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 are we making these decisions and we're making these choices that seem very weird and off towards black entertainers and this than the other when you seem to be doing the, I'm the cool white girl that's cool with the black girl kind of kind of voice like it was it was very disingenuous to me and it was one of those kind of things where it just really pulled me out of like, just not really caring for her um, so like, if she's there it's it's whatever to be honest I hope she goes on first.
3: Eve, you set us up. You set us up. We can't even say anything nice about Janie now.
1: Uh, you Sorry. know, what? I, will. I, <laughs> I What I will say, what I will say, <laughs> I under—I was not aware of that situation. Actually, if I'm being honest, I wasn't aware of that yeah. situation. Um, obviously, it happened because you said it. You said it did, and I believe what you say is truth. I think that I think what for me, I I appreciate what Janie has done on Drag Race. Um, specifically Holland season one. I mean, that season was set up for Envy Peru to win. Also, go send Envy Peru some love right now. She's going through it.
4: Uh, Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, go send Envy some love. What I will say is I think Janie on Holland season one was spectacular (laughs) for me. And again, I am going to sit here as a person who is not black and say, from my experience watching Janie on television... I didn't really get a whole lot of inflection and colloquialism of AAVE, but again, I'm sitting here as someone who is not black, so that's just yeah my, but, my perspective
0: on that specifically. Um, and it was really one of those things where it's and it's not really like she's sitting over here saying like like saying the N word, you know, or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it was it was. And it, it was, it was very, very, very similar to how Laganja was per, was was portrayed okay. on her season. And people being mm-hmm. like, this doesn't fully seem like you. You don't always do the yes mama and the neck rolls and the this, that, that. It was a lot of that from Jamie. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things where it wasn't flat out her just using black slang, but it was, it's mm-hmm. the equivalent of her almost like everything that she did or said or, or the way that she acted seemed like it was almost from a black meme of some sort. And I was just kind of like- okay. What? I was like, huh, is that your personality? Is that your actual personality? Or is this the personality that you think is cool for TV? Sure. And that, you know what I mean? So that, and that, and that's really my main issue is like, like I said, I wasn't the craziest about her drag. And so that I feel like is the biggest uh, uh, reason as to why I'm just not a big JNHK fan. This is more leaning on how she was outside of drag as opposed to her drag. What? I feel like if I would have just been obsessed with her drag, I probably would have tried to like, I wouldn't have tried to cut any corners, but I feel like I would have, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have been yeah, sort of just absolutely. like, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like, I never got a chance to initiate that connection with her before. So sure. that all, like my main, my main, my main uh, connection with her was off of UK versus the world and then everything after that. So I was kind of like, Hey, just put a bad taste in my
1: mouth. She didn't have the world's best showing on UK versus right. the world.
4: Yeah, she, she didn't. She you know.
1: showing on Holland
0: season one.
4: Mm-hmm. And so I heard so many
0: people tell me that, and that's why I was so excited for UK, because I was like, oh, I didn't see Holland season one. People were acting like she should've won the whole thing. Okay, let's see what she's got. And when she was coming out with everything, I was like, this is very safe. I was like, this is very safe.
1: There was only, uh, okay. I believe, a year and a half between the filming of Holland versus, of Holland season one, and UK uh, okay. one. So I think so that's also might not have a, chance to get... a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think it was six that. months. All right, was yeah. Was some, wow, some that months. was quick. I know, yeah.
5: Logan spoke, but the idea of Holland versus the world just sent a shiver down my spine. <laughs> not
1: Holland
4: versus the world, please. Um, so, um, again, like like Logan said, I'm not black. I can't speak on black experiences. Um, uh but Janie Janie JK, Based on what I've seen on TV, um, and when I've met her in person, is one of the, like my favorite drag queens of all time (laughs) so like and just because like from what i've seen from her on holland um plus what i've seen on versus the world one she produced my favorite lip sync of all time against pangina um because that is one of my favorite songs um and pretty much when i like I just love the aesthetic that she brings. One, she was so messy on Holland season one, too. Like, Mm -hmm. with the drama that she brought. And I just live for a girl that, like, isn't afraid to, like... Do I need to go back and watch Holland season one? Yes. It's really messy. It's really messy. It's cute. Okay. Um, Okay. Like, and that's one of the only international seasons I've watched. But um, I really enjoy her. I enjoy her drag. I mean, like, she was... The only other person to win a challenge like more than one challenge other than envy peru on that season
1: yeah.
4: like there I were seven know. episodes and she won two and envy won the rest of them
1: now
5: everyone four didn't no mama,
4: mama queen won a challenge
1: uh Janie won two uh envy envy won
4: won.
1: were there right. eight episodes i thought there were seven there were seven competitive episodes in, in a finale
4: Seven and a finale, okay, got it. But um, still, like, she did a fantastic job. Like, um, yeah, maybe her showing on UK versus the World wasn't the best, but she did win a design challenge as well as a, what was, the Rusical. She's the only queen to ever win two Rusicals, which I think is very impressive in terms of that. Um, I really enjoy her, um, her drag, her aesthetic. I think what she's going to bring this time after what has it been like two, three years since filming UK versus the world, by the time this is going to be airing, like we're going to be seeing a lot more. And I'm really, really excited about that.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I'll give my thoughts really quickly. Um, So Janie kind of breaks the streak for me of people who were not in my top three. She was in my top three on Drag Race Hall in season one. Um, And also... Um I believe she's the first and only uh drag queen to show unblurred penis on <laughs> drag race. Um Wait, but, what? Uh, yes. What? Yeah. It happens. It happens. Okay, maybe I do nude need to watch photo time. shoot. When? <laughs> it was in the nude photo shoot. Yep. She she, like, she, she flopped you... it. She flopped it. Oh. She showed it. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> um I do like Janie a lot based on her first <laughs> season. Her second season was was all right. But I would like to see more of an audience get introduced to her, and I hope that she can really bring back that season one of Holland energy um, into this season.
1: The messy. You want the messy on this season.
3: Right. As far as Chanel goes, though, um, (laughs) I'm excited to have Chanel back for entertaining TV. But for me, that's because Chanel is like a naturally annoying person, and She's going to be that delusional character that is going to rub people the wrong way, including viewers. So I'm excited to see that. She's not somebody whose drag excites me. If this was an elimination <clears throat> season, I would hope she would go first. But it's not. So, um, so she can stay and be annoying.
5: We do not. No, we are not. What? Chanel. You know like that.
0: Chanel's drag.
3: Yeah.
0: David doesn't like old school drag. <laughs> oh man. I will have to say when it comes to like stuff that like that was one thing that I like. I don't know. And I guess that's like I said, this I'm I'm from Southwest Missouri originally. So like my introduction to drag was America girls and US of A girls and pageant girls and stuff. Oh, and period. So, like very I, Chastity
4: Valentino type. So was mine, Eve. We yeah, went to the same yeah. bar.
0: <laughs> I know that. Yeah, Chassie's, um, Chassie's a friend of mine, Chassie love a friend her. Of mine. Yeah. Uh, Chassie's a friend of mine, Cheyenne Valentino's a friend of mine, period. Um, uh, Molten uh, Decadence. Um, oh, uh, I
4: love Molten Decadence. Yeah,
0: Taylor Madison Monroe, like those period. girls, Taylor, Taylor Madison Monroe is my sister, like those girls were the ones that I saw when it came to like me knowing about Drake, like Asia O'Hara, stuff like that. So yeah. like, seeing some of the stuff that chanel would wear and like the intricacies like the intricacies of certain things like even when she came back for all stars and she had that gown that was from like the the casting of like what was it the broadway production of beauty and the beast and they had a tail on it and everything i was like this is everything to me like mm-hmm. that's what i want to see more of i want to see more of chanel coming back down the runway in these stupidly beaded long ostrich feathered awkward looking gowns where you're just like Ugh, like that's like those are some pageant presentation gowns that you're walking. No, from for like real. That. Like, I, yeah, I'm ready, I'm very ready for that. I will never forget though that Juju B <laughs> said the funniest joke that I've ever heard anyone say on Drag Race to me was when she said that uh Chanel Lucille Ball looked like she fell into a salt lick,
5: <laughs> you know. And the other thing too, specifically with Chanel though, it has been 10 plus years since she was on Drag Race, yes, yeah, in a minute. It's been a like competed on Drag Race. Like, obviously, she was a lip sync assassin the season. But, like, she's been gone for a while. And, I mean, honestly, Roxy has, too. Because, I mean, we feel like it was a while, recent. But season two of All-Stars was, like, 2016, 2015 when it filmed. So, you know, both of them are people that haven't been on the show in a while. And it's going to be nice to see what, if anything, has changed for them. And what they can bring to the show now compared to people who are having a quick turnaround like George's or um, right, who we've Mick, who have been on, or um, uh, George's Mick, Angie, Angie. Bing, recently, you know. Angie doesn't have to evolve. She's perfect. Um. I
4: agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, oh, oh my god, I never talked about Chanel. Also, um, to add on to what y'all were saying about Chanel, she was really like the first person to treat Drag Race like a pageant, if you think yes. about it. Like, she fully was like, "I'm going to the pageant. I have my talent number. I am bringing out the the base, the the bowling pins, to juggle. I'm going to be bringing out all this stuff. I will I be got taking ga- out I got my way gag. to make good TV.
0: Right. I got a gag just in case I fall into the bottom of the lip sync
4: like. Right. Like she ca- like I think she came she the most prepared smart. for that season going in, and she was like. I'm not saying that she's the only one to take it seriously, but she knew that this was a competition. And she was like, I don't care if this is literally being filmed in RuPaul's basement. I am literally going to spend thousands of dollars to make sure that I am going to serve. You know what I mean? And I I respect that, that she was like, even if I'm on this show, like I like that has no name right now. I'm going to make sure that I am giving what the girls like she, she's going to say she did. She does what she needed. She did what she needed to be done.
0: I think that the downside that ended up uh, hindering Chanel and I mean that's the reason why Chanel made it as far as she did was because yes she took it seriously like a pageant and she brought a better package than just about everybody else but I think the one thing that she didn't anticipate on which no one did because the show was new was how much Rue's affinity for you plays into her decision as well because I think that's another reason too as to why we ended up getting Nina and BB as our top two was because not only did they do a good job on the show, but Rue really liked them. Like their personality really won Rue over. And yeah. I don't feel like that Chanel's personality really won Rue over, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and Chanel could have brought the best like, package, but I don't know if she would have won her first season.
4: And I think that's another thing that like go into is that when the pageant, they're expecting it to kind of be treated like a pageant, like, oh, this is what they want to see out of me. No, they want to see you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like RuPaul, yeah. like the reason why the people who that do well are the ones that RuPaul takes affinities to is because they're being their authentic selves Themselves. and yeah. they're bantering with Ru. Like yeah. so that's just how it happens, you know? And I love that. Or they're just George's.
0: <laughs> but I do I do love I do love when you're able to see that connection that she has with certain people, and the person is a strong entertainer and a good entertainer too. It's almost one of those things where it's like okay, you're on her good side, you're in her good graces. Like, you're good, like Jinx and, and people like that. It's like, yeah, Ruth's gonna make sure you're taken care of, you're good, you're good.
1: Period. Mr. Mr. Talented, yeah. would you like to give any thoughts on either of them? Because these
2: people- Yeah, um, that. Yeah, Sh- Chanel is great, love her. I don't care what anyone says, she's not delusional. They portrayed it to be delusional, <laughs> but she was doing good, like she was doing a good job. It's not like it was a milk thing. Like no, she was doing good. She was doing good. I, I like her. The only
5: thing I, huh? I think you're being a little bit delusional
2: right now. Did was she not doing good? She was. She was less,
0: So hella in her delusion? Oh no, this it's not delusion. It's fact though. You're
1: doing. She good. did do
2: good.
0: She did fine.
1: I love
2: her, but she did fine. Objectively, okay, but- she
1: did good on season one.
2: Yeah, she did like not delusional. Like, she wasn't thinking she was doing better. Well, she did, but
4: she wasn't she thinking wasn't she doing was doing better than everyone else, and she
2: was the worst. Like, she, she was doing good. But yeah. the, only thing, the only thing I have to do is wash my purse. But, Miss um, <laughs> JK, I don't really have an opinion on her, really. she She's cute, she's good. Um. If that T that Eve, that Eve said is true, then side-eye. But she's fine. Happy for that, definitely.
1: Great. So that's that. That's what we've got. Um, What we think we know about the season is that it is supposed to be All-Star 7 format. Yeah. So no one's getting eliminated allegedly Con-
0: convenient good i'm happy
1: and i i think i'm also very happy with it
0: um i'm not i'm I, yeah i'm not i'm not either i feel like that's a Same. bit too convenient
4: i want the girls to go home
3: yeah but we wouldn't get this cast if that was what was i know
0: yeah cuz it, it and- makes me feel like that if if they wouldn't have done like cuz like yeah, it's it, yeah, it's like because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to see lipstick assassins in this scenario. But then also, I wouldn't want to see them like. I felt like if they all had to lipstick against each other and send each other home, kind of format, then that would really start like pissing people off quick. Because I mean, certain favorites will fall in the bottom with lipstick assassins and just be gone, and then they'd be like, no, and I'm like, well. Yeah.
5: I definitely think it's yeah. going to be one of those like things where we're just going to have to see how things turn out. Um, and see if the format works with a group of people who aren't winners of the show. Um, again, assuming that the T is true, because remember, everything is alleged, so we don't know.
0: But and it- also, also, hopefully, <laughs> is it going to be one of those scenarios? Cyber, it is going to be one of those scenarios where all they do is just gas everybody up the entire season. Like, if you're not going to send everybody home, put some of these folks in the bottom or something, like,
2: yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, and like make it be competitive, let it have stakes. You know, I feel like with a non-elimination format it's going to be like, okay, well, I know I'm not good at sewing, so I really don't have to try, you know, like switch up the format from what we're getting now. But like, uh, I'm just curious to see how the non-elimination format would work for that.
1: Agreed. Well, that's that. That's what we understand to be the alleged cast of All-Stars 9. So let us know in the comments below who you're excited to see, who you're not excited to see. Uh, Do you think Chanel is delusional? Um, Do you think Vanjie should be back? Um, Do you think Asia O'Hara should be on this cast?
4: Yes, well, it's not the Angel Harris drag race, according to Lola. We're La not Roo.
1: starting that conversation, but. Um, also
5: Y'all can comment below. Can we? Who's everyone's <laughs> no. winner pick? If this is like out of the 10 people, who would be everyone's winner pick?
3: Hmm.
0: Prediction or mine. who you want?
5: P- prediction and who you want, either one or both. Okay. Okay.
0: Nina to go. Is
1: Nina
0: that for was. both of yours? Is yours like prediction and. Yep. Nina? Okay.
1: Nina West, and I just want names. Roxy yeah. Andrews
0: for both your prediction and who you think will win. Yep, the prediction whatever.
4: Someone, Mr. Talented. <laughs> we're going in. The, we're going in the line, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll go next. Um, my obvious favorite is Georgia. So yeah, her. Um, who I think will win probably Roxy or Nina. Yeah.
3: For me, my who I would want is probably Nina. The only people I think have a realistic chance are Roxy, Plastique, and Vanjie. I'll go with Vanjie. <clears throat>
0: um, who I would want Chanel. Uh, who's probably going to win Roxy
5: um i want angie but i think it'll be nina cool. but i would be fine with angie. i would love angie winning
1: thanks for joining us uh, make sure to do the youtube things because we're on youtube so do the youtube things you know how to do them so do them uh follow us on twitter instagram and TikTok at the cup pod for all of your funny moments because that's what we are here to do uh Make sure to get your merch. Link below. There was no merch. Uh, shout out this episode. But get your merch. Link below. Uh, follow all, all of us on Twitter. Because we're great. And uh, there's the merch. Thank you, David. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers,
5: y'all. Bye. Wait, I just realized Lucy LeDuc is not on this cast. That, that's that <laughs> Shit.